your turn. What was your first heavy game? My first heavy game, I'll have to think back. I guess it was Blood Rage. Blood Rage? No, no, no. Actually, Chaos in the Old World was my first heavy game. What are you saying? Either? No, no, no. You played in Starbucks. You were there. Oh, you were, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were the blue player and Karan kept telling, don't let the newbie win. And I won. <laughs> oh, yes. And you were gone. I yeah, I was gone. And I won <laughs> with one on point. There was you, me, there was Karan, there was, uh, I think Shubham was there. No, no, uh, Mayank, Mayank. Mayank was the great Mayank. player. Ah, Mayank didn't like to play with the US. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Okay. Alright, so here we are discussing heavy games and this is the Indian Board Game Podcast, uh, episode 3. And our topic for today is let's talk about heavy games. If you haven't noticed yet, we have uh, our guest today. So, I'm Ronak. I'm your uh, Indian Board Game Geek. And we have Prasanna Sheshadri as our guest. Prasanna, say hi to everyone. Uh, hi, guys. If you don't know him already, he is a Indian puzzle champion. And please tell everyone who, what exactly, <laughs> all you, I, I, I've misplaced your list of uh, achievements. Yes. Okay, so, I mean, if I'm going to simplify it, then mainly I identify as a, a puzzle author and a puzzle competitor. I have India's best rankings at the World Puzzle Championship and the World Sudoku Championship. Uh, 18th and 7th respectively and my job itself is also as a puzzle maker. Correct. And lastly, we have Swagata. Swagata. Hello. Hello. She's a, she's, she's a teacher and uh, she's an engineer. We have and been always listening to me, I think, from the last few podcasts. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. course, of course, of course. Uh, all right. So the topic like... She's still a teacher and still an engineer. Yes, Thank you, President. Every time, yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, topic for today is uh, let's talk about heavy games. Now, heavy games specifically, we are talking about games which are not uh, physically heavy, but games which are complicated and uh, which have uh, big Heavy on the mind. And heavy on the mind Stabbing. as well as usually heavy games are the ones which take uh, time yes. to play. But somewhere upwards of one and a half hours or two hours yeah. approximately. And yep, that is why. So the, the the term heavy is what we give to all of this when we are saying heavy games. Okay. Now, what are our favorite, some of the favorite heavy games? Prasanna. Uh, I guess I would, I like, I definitely like Scythe. I have to mention Scythe. Even though people think Giant uh, Games is crazy about Scythe, which it is. <laughs> uh, but... I, I also do love hey, it. Hey, don't blame me. It's one of the like the top 10 board games out there. Right yeah, now. yeah, yeah. I'm not blaming you. you but then, yeah, it's... Uh, and then I would say second would be Chaos in the Old World, actually. Chaos in the Old World. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Because I think I just... I like asymmetric games a lot. So, mm. I played Vast the other day, which is another asymmetric game, which I really liked. Oh. Um, I... Off... What was your experience of Vast? What would your review of Vast? So, so, so the thing is, uh, and we'll get to this, this is probably one of the biggest problems with board games, with heavy games, sorry. Uh, we didn't actually finish it uh, because we got one rule wrong uh, through the game. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, yeah, but, but while we were playing, I guess it was fun and everyone else also wanted to try it again. But uh, we'll have to uh, plan it out again because it takes a while. But that's the beauty about board games. Like even I have played so many heavy games. 
once you played the once you break the string the first time and then you read the rules and everybody gets familiar with the game midway or sometime during the game you realize that there's some rule that you've been not been doing yeah at yeah. all you know some so one person from the group reads the rule book yeah, and then suddenly realizes oh we've not been doing this throughout the game what is happening yeah and that's what kind of uh, you know t- then we have a then we are at crossroads yeah. should we continue playing like this or should we Start. stop or restart or should we implement the new rule what yeah. what do you think what should you do in that in the situation i i think it depends on situation because uh, there are there are few different things that would happen one is you have missed a rule which doesn't really impact the game which is a small thing that's you know in one corner of the text like uh, you have to shuffle the deck this way instead of this way because it's suggested or something <laughs> that doesn't really matter unless you are a rules nazi yeah, yeah you yeah, feel like but then yeah so it depends on the situation but if it is something that has been impacting the game throughout like for instance in war we had a change which uh, basically made one player very very strong which we weren't realizing throughout the game and the game works such that everyone has to be like somewhat ba- it's not exactly balanced but somewhat balanced in the sense that people need to stop each other from winning and we couldn't stop this guy uh, so he was going too far far ahead and then uh, we realized pretty late so then we decided to stop it but if it was a, i i think over the course of it we realized one or two small rules as well which we said okay this is fine i mean Uh, yeah you really can matter. you can let them go yeah. correct, correct 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 what are your favorite some of your favorite types of uh, heavy games like for example my some of my favorite is heavy games which are discovered are a conflict games and b surprisingly i like worker placement games a lot okay. so agricola is one of my favorite games uh, to play in worker placement i don't know side that's debatable it's it's one of somebody says it's someone someone said it's a worker placement game someone said I mean, it's not a worker placement game i mean side what do you think side cannot be cannot be buttoned into one specific category like you cannot just say it's work, worker placement you can't just say it's uh, it's it's engine building first and foremost i think yeah. that's the biggest thing uh, but it has so many aspects to it there's there's area control as well there's uh, i don't know there's battle as battle is very little but there is and then there's economy uh-huh. as well so you really can't put it into worker placement or one specific category like that uh also i don't think it's much of worker placement because you're not exactly placing the workers you're more like you're producing and so it falls more into uh, economy right, worker right. placement is specifically that you place you have a set of workers you place them in this and you get this and that's simple like it's there i actually don't like worker placement yes much <laughs> <laughs> uh i like games which have more flexibility on what you do one thing is replayability another thing is flexibility so mm-hmm. uh you're not you're not restricted in your turns that this is all you can do right. you, you have an option like if you if you know if you don't want to you can work your game strategy but you can rework your game strategy multiple times in the game right. like things like that oh well, that's interesting that's very nice okay um all right so tell me something that uh, swagata you are a complete newbie to heavy games yes uh, any heavy games that you played I so far will get and fall into that Catan, I no, think, no. would be considered as a light strategy. I don't game. think it would for anyone who's <laughs> listening to a heavy games yeah, podcast. Of course, of course. Maybe, maybe some years before, people would say that okay, Catan would be like a medium strategy yeah. game. See, it all depends on uh, how many games you've played and what different types of game you've played. Yeah. I know some people for them, you know, the heaviest of the game might might be like a medium strategy yeah, game, like Prasanna. because if you once you know the game it's right so no but a point about mm-hmm. katan like sorry yeah. don't drop but yeah a point about katan which i was actually discussing with my friend the other day uh it's actually unnecessarily complex 
I feel like okay. you know, uh, because so so if I can take an example of a game here, Blood Rage. Huh. At the start when I didn't know it that well, I used to take one hour to explain it uh, to people. But now as I've come to know it more and more, the rules have kind of binded up together well within the theme. So then I take like fifteen twenty minutes to explain it these days. True. Whereas Katan, I think I took. 30 to 40 uh, 40 <laughs> minutes at the start and I still take 30 to 40 minutes because it's a lot of disjointed rules like they don't really come uh, together okay. uh, you you have you have the dice roll element which is very different from the card element which okay you know and then there are small things here and there you have to take care of you have, you have to yeah, there are, keep track uh, of the there trading some small rules that the, usually don't yeah, bind with the yeah, team yeah Correct. so so that so in that sense i think that is a very big part of heavy games as well what uh, how they are made and how easy it is to put all the rules together and if if there's an experienced player explaining it i think uh, i would actually say some of the heavier games are easier to explain than katan may yeah. not be easier to play that's yeah, an important so distinction yeah Yeah, but, but you know, yeah. you know what I love about heavy games is that the designer takes an extra effort into putting the theme in it so that it's easier to explain. For example, right. we'll look at the theme of blood rage. In blood rage, if you want to, if I want to describe you what blood rage is, if you ask me, Rana, what is blood rage? I'll tell, I'll not tell you how the game works. The first thing I'll tell you that all the players are Viking clans and they are they are fighting and they want to die for glory. And at the at the end of the game, the player who has the most glory points wins the game. Yeah, so so what happens what is, is the end point of Yeah, I'll tell you the hook. I'll tell you yeah. the theme, and this is what people gets people interested in heavy games. I think that's what got me interested in heavy games yeah. because now I'm now I'm more hook. Now I'll now I'll ask you, Swagata, tell me more, tell me more. How yeah. do I do this? How do I do that? And obviously the pieces are really beautiful. You know, yeah. some of the pieces, some of the miniatures which people take a lot of effort. Like I personally like Eric Lang games because he puts extra effort into getting miniatures. You know, and having detailed miniatures. For example, the new uh, Gen Con release, I think, which is called as Ankh, A N K H, yeah. and it has beautiful miniatures. I don't know the, you know, I'm sure it's conflict and you know, it's typical Eric Lang style games like Chaos is Eric Lang games and all of that. So that's fine. So that is one of the beautiful things about heavy games, which I really like, which is the theme, the artwork, and how the designers have to put extra effort into things. For example, some a game like Azul, which are abstract games, or you know some other mm-hmm. games like Catan, they don't have a lore. I, I believe Scythe has in 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 their rulebook. Jamie Stagmire has put. Yeah, you know, yeah. Scythe is based on uh, real world occurrence. Real world, yeah, games. like an alternate world. So every faction also has a backstory in it. Where you can to read what your what character you're playing and what kind of you know like chaos in the old world has different gods yeah, yeah. based on Warhammer uh, lore yeah. and all of that. So that's that's pretty interesting. Which get, when I get into uh, heavy games, the good thing what are what are the top two three good things that you think well which should come out of you somebody playing heavy games? Uh, I think obviously decision making is one. I think that's the first thing because uh, you probably have to. Like I said, in the good heavy games, you will have a strategy at the start, and then you'll have to rework it, and so on. Mm. So you'll have a flexibility of thinking, which is very important in decision making. And um, another thing that probably, uh, obviously, fun. I should have said fun before everything, but <laughs> <laughs> but fun is subjective. That's why I probably didn't, because uh, someone who is new may not immediately take to a heavy game. 
but yeah if if you know what you're doing and you know the game rules then it's a lot of fun to put together different things and different combinations and so on and uh, another thing is just based on the game if the level of interaction is good then that's always a plus yeah oh so one more question swagata had about yeah. new people swagata yeah, you want to ask prasanna uh just now you said that uh, new people when they come to the heavy games they might take some time to like the game so if a new person is coming to the board game community or if you have a friend who is interested in playing uh, board games do you recommend them to directly come to heavy strategy games or you want them to first try out the light and medium and then come to the heavy strategy heavy strategy games so uh, i actually believe in throwing someone into the frying pan like yeah. just give them a warning that uh, this is <laughs> maybe this, yeah. you're yeah, falling you know. into the pan <laughs> and then and then if there's someone who is okay nice if they the yeah if they immediately say no then fine you have your answer like yeah. they'll just play a small game and they'll probably play small light games for uh, yeah. their for a long time yeah for which is also fine i mean it's according to your interest but i think uh, if they say okay i'm up for the challenge i really want to do this then just throw them into it and I mean, after fair warning that the rules will take a while, and you'll get, yeah. you'll take, you may not do well on your first game. That's always a thing with heavy games. Um, if they are fine with all that, then just throw them into the frying pan, and maybe uh, some theme heavy game like Blood Rage. I always like Blood Rage for an, if I'm doing this, where uh, they would also there's a little bit of a pop culture element also to Blood Rage with uh, gods like Thor and uh, Loki uh, related to. Uh, Avengers kind. Yeah, yeah, it gets so, them interested. Yeah, it like gets this. them interested. Yes. So then, I mean, if they struggle, really struggle on their first game, you will know how they are. Like, if they really struggle or something, then yeah, maybe uh, next time tell them, okay, fine, uh, huh. go from light medium But games. Or you know what? What I've noticed is that people really underestimate themselves. You know, I yeah, I've see. always when I'm whenever I'm explaining a heavy game to anyone, and whenever somebody asks me, "Rona, how is blood rage? How is this?" I say, "Don't worry." It's not a, all. All I need is some time and some patience from you. So listen to the rules, and you'll get it. Don't worry. So because some people really think that you know they get intimidated by the yeah. game, so they're like, "Oh man, this yeah. looks like a really complicated game. It's yeah. me. बहुत दिमाग लगाना पड़ेगा वैसे करके." So we are like, "Don't worry. It's it's a simple game. Once you know the rules, once you absorb yeah. the rules, it's really simple." It's basically a rules. card drafting game. It's all in your cards. That's all. It true. Is. True. So you, and you, once you, you know the cards, need, yeah. Uh-huh. So uh, also like one point, I think. Uh, it's also on the culture and lifestyle of people because uh, in mumbai generally i've seen like people aren't as receptive to heavy games as bangalore oh. so i've gamed a lot oh. in both cities oh, and i see a big difference in how uh, the bangalore meetups go mm. so uh, in the bangalore meetups they always have many newbies joining in on heavy games and they just take the time to explain the rules sit and play but then the whole concept of it is they meet once a week and they meet from uh, 3:30 to 10:30 or whatever ah. so it's a very laid back kind of setting where you're not hurried from work and you're not you know thinking about all that you don't have that stress whereas here i think one thing recently i've grown tired of is planning a heavy game on a weekday at 7 pm it just never works out because uh, for one thing there's traffic and stuff people come in all tensed and fully stressed out and then you're not able to finish the game that just yeah it's no stress true. so i think the system of bangalore works better for heavy games uh where i i feel even here you could just say on heavy games only on only on weekends week, weekends or if you plan it on at 3 pm or 5 pm or something oh, so okay. it's very relaxed and you know you can get into it because if you're mm-hmm. playing a heavy game you want to get into it you don't want it like you don't want it to be a rush thing where you just come in 
and uh, flip yeah. and zoom just make your moves <laughs> and run away without really thinking about it yeah, yeah, so i think lifestyle and stir, the way you plan a meeting makes a lot of difference in how you play every game I have another question for you guys. Uh, since we are talking about newbies coming to this whole uh, scene of uh, heavy games, do you think explaining the rules also is a huge part of getting people motivated into the game? Like how you explain the rules or like? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. So I always so the recent games or any most of the heavy games that I've seen, um, they have a very good. card or something which you can give to players which lists a summary of the rules so i always prefer to go by that rather than you know just uh, off the cuff explaining uh, i i could go off the cuff explaining but i like to uh, keep it towards the rule set that's given towards the summary that's given because that will be with them throughout the game so they can keep referring to it so i go most of the games get simplified if you go that route so when i was explaining the three big games here like which are popular blood rage scythe and uh, chaos in the old world i used to explain based on just the rules i know and like go uh, in the order i felt comfortable but then i realized that people were picking it up a lot faster and getting into it a lot faster if i used the summary and kept it like within what is given to them so that they can refer to it through the game and i can also keep pointing out look this is the order this is the order. Yeah, actually so now that easier. now that we talked about it, I I suddenly get realize that a lot of heavy games usually have something called as a player aid. So okay. player aid is like a short summary of the rules, okay. and it's like okay, like uh, you know how you jot down your like a to your like a to do list. Mm-hmm. You know what the thing is, but then you just put down the headlines. Yeah. So that's what all the flow of the game. So most of the times, a lot of heavy games have these player aids which help. So if you are for the first time, you know, playing some heavy game, first thing that I would recommend is. uh get the player aid you get get your hands on the player aid also if possible if you're planning ahead watch the rules and come even if you don't understand the rules it's fine just watch them and come once you open the uh, game and once people start playing it'll all start making sense so that's one of the things okay last thing quickly um what we'll do is that my my question to prasanna and sagita you uh, from i want from both perspectives should newbies play heavy games or with other newbies or first time heavy gamers or they should also there should be a mixed crowd there should also be people who have already played the game um in my opinion there should always be at least one experienced player who knows all the rules mm. because then for one thing you feel that uh, confidence also that comfort also that okay if i screw up this guy is there okay or this girl <laughs> is there yeah. um and yeah at least one experienced person beyond that it's fine i think it could get annoying for that one experienced person but uh, then it's a, it's more of a long term that seems like he's experienced that yeah. have you i yeah i have experienced all kinds of <laughs> so uh, so yeah um, but then it's more of a long term investment right you're getting more people into the games yeah. you love it's going to take a while uh, so if you have that realization in mind it becomes easier and um, for the newbies also it will become easier knowing that there is someone they can uh-huh. go to if they you know if they're growing up or something yeah so there are some people i know and they are uh, they are very like extremely heavy gamers like there's mohit yeah. there's karan and all yeah. these uh, people who are heavy gamers here their um, aim is simple first teach people the games and then defeat them 
<laughs> first, yeah, yeah, first yeah, teach yeah. them how to play and then you need to defeat them second that's part all. didn't work much with me <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. that's that's a fun thing okay so let's let's wrap up this segment okay You've reached the end of another episode of the Indian Board Game Podcast. Connect with us at IBO Podcast on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Check out our amazing sponsors, Giant Games Board Game Cafe in Mumbai and our friends at the Dice Toy Labs. See you in the next episode.